Ball State Update Kicks. This is the second to last episode of 2022. Opening take for Stephen O. Scott. What do you got? Yo, yo, yo. What the fuck is good? Happy to be back. Pretty crazy. We're at the penultimate episode of 2022. And I want to say, I know we'll be listening to, back to this episode this time next year. So what's good, future us? How you doing? <laughs> uh, hopefully we're still doing this shit. And I can't wait to be famous at this time next year and rich and 30. Hopefully arguing over the Red Sox didn't break us up. No, Although we're kind of all on the same page at this point. All right. You know what? Use this big take right now as a time capsule. What is your prediction for this time next year? How is life going to look for you? Old. Josh will be a dad, and I think us three will probably – I can't imagine that much will change. Wow. <laughs> right? We'll be clamoring so for Alex Verdugo to get the C in his chest. <laughs> oh. He's the next captain of the Red Sox. That's what we'll be arguing about next year. <laughs> Oliver so. will have hair down to his fucking oh, his shoulders. What's my prediction? I'll have a face tat. Maybe um... – I don't know. Can we talk about the Patriots just real quick for like a minute? Sure. Um, that was tough. I've never seen yeah, a game end like that in my entire life. I I went through all like the stages of grief for that too. Whereas like I was in shock. Denial. I started laughing. Like I thought it was hilarious for like a good stretch, and then it made me really sad. I was like, oh wow, that stinks. It because it. It hit me of like how long, like that's going to be around forever. That's worse than the butt fumble. It's worse than the Miami miracle. That was like all time embarrassing shit. You know, something my brother said that I was like, wow, holy shit. You're right. He said, we're turning into the jets. Oh, wow. I don't know about that. Chill out with that shit. With jets moments. I don't know, man. Butt fumble. That's a very jet like thing to happen. Like five years ago, that would be Wow. Of course, the Jets did that. That's so Jets. Yeah. And now it's Matt, the Matt Patricia led offense with Mac Jones ma- making stuff like that happen. Yeah. The breakdown is just hysterical, though. Even just like the the picture of Chandler Jones and Mac Jones just like looking like he's about to like do something. And I yeah. one of the fun things I saw was like I think Mac Jones is trying to take a charge. Where it's like <laughs> that was I, I joked to that uh and Connor got mad at first because I was like Mac Jones could have had it. He should have tackled him. That doesn't happen if he doesn't. He's like, What? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if he made the tackle. Oh my god. Bailey Zappy would have tackled him. I you know what? I almost, I almost said that. I almost tweeted that out last night, but it felt like it was a little uh <laughs> a little too yeah. hot. Then don't don't even get Josh started on Brian Hoyer, a guy who would sacrifice hey. his body to make that stop. That's damn right. Brian Hoyer would have made that tackle. <laughs> Brian Hoyer would have injured Chandler Jones. He would have pulled he his arm out of the socket. <laughs> all right. In all seriousness, Brian Hoyer would have gotten injured, but he would have saved the game. I, mean, dude, I believe you. I actually, I actually believe uh, that Brian Hoyer would have made that tackle. And I want that photo of Chandler Jones just stiff arming Mac Jones to the ground. I want it. You know that's going in Chandler you Jones. You can get it like anywhere. Basement. Yeah. Dude. That's going to be in every – that's going to be like blown up over Las Vegas now. That's a Jones on Jones crime. That's going to be in the Hard Rock Cafe in Vegas. I'm sure there is one there somewhere. Oh, probably. Nice Chandler Jones autographed picture of him trucking Mac Jones. Of all Fantastic. The, of all the fucking people. Was that good? Is Chandler, Chandler Jones, do you guys think that he has beef with the Patriots? Or is he just kind of like, whatever? It's. I was wondering that afterwards. Like, do you think he was like, oh, that felt really good, those fuckers? Or he was like, at, oh, yeah, against my former team, kind of tough, but yeah. At this point in his career, I think he's uh, matured past it. But if it was like a year or two after, I think I think he would have, like, you know, younger. Yeah. I think we would have heard something. But at this yeah, point. I, I think he's cool now. Yeah, I do too. But I don't know. I don't know. Sure it felt, I'm sure it felt good. I didn't know he was a fucking Raider at all. Did you guys know? Yes. Yeah, that's a big sign. Yeah, that was yeah, that was like their big loss for the Cardinals because he's been so fucking good for them. And then 
good good get for the Raiders. I'm so I'm so far off base. Out of all those guys back in the day, like Chandler Jones, Jamie Collins, who the who was like another part of that group? Uh Trey Flowers, Dante Hightower. Chandler Jones is probably uh maybe Dante, but like I don't know. Chandler Jones is probably the best career out of all those guys. He really did. We lost that trade, which at first yeah, I was like, all right, by far. The, I thought it was like Seymour mode, but. Because they really... got some guard in a second round pick, and I forgot. Yeah, I, 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 it was his guard's name was like John Cooper or something like that. He was like John a bus. You're right. You're right. And then I forgot who they drafted with the draft pick. Oh, it was Joe Tooney, I think. Oh, okay. So, like, obviously, Joe Tooney turned out to be a beast for a long time, but I think I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Because I remember I was talking to someone about it at some point, and they brought that up. Like, well, did they really lose a trade if they drafted Joe Tooney? I'm like, yeah, you know, that's a, that's a solid point. Hmm. Solid point. Uh, okay, I, uh, I just wanted to talk to about that. Talk to you guys about that for a second, uh, because that was, like I said, something we've never seen before. But what were your reactions though to that? I'm just like, I'm just letting it settle. I'm just curious. I was at, I was at uh, my parents' house. And my dad was just, my dad just laughed. Like you, like you said, he's just like, he just started geeking out. It was like, he, I, this is like one of the first Patriots games I've watched with him in a long, in a, in a little while now. Uh, just because he's not really that into it anymore uh, for whatever reason. But my dad I think it's partly way. because he just, I don't think he likes Mac Jones one bit. He thinks he's fucking terrible. My dad too. Which, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, is he great? No, but um, it's just a mess. And, can't throw a ball 55 yards, apparently. Well, yeah, like there's so many things that? that go into that play. It's like, why didn't they try Hail Mary? Well, Matt can't make the throw, or like, why didn't yep. he go out of bounds? Like, there's so many things that go into it. At the end of the day, um, do I, I don't really think the, pa- the Patriots needed to win that game to get into the playoffs, in my opinion, because now you have Bengals, Dolphins, Bills to end the season. Good fucking luck. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. Season I want to go play, to be honest with you. I don't want to win another game. I want to get a highest draft pick possible. I, I agree. It sucks that we're talking like this, but even going into the last couple of weeks, you're like, do you really want to beat the Ravens and uh, not the, do you really want to beat the Cardinals and the, and the Raiders and have like this outside chance of sneaking the playoffs? Uh, I don't know. Do I, or what, would I rather lose out these five games and get like a, a high teens pick in the draft? Um... As I'm sitting here saying, hey, let's fucking go seven and ten and win the NFC South. <laughs> yeah. Desmond Ritter, baby. Desmond Ritter, yeah, it's time. Uh, you know, I didn't really like what I saw, but it could have been first game jitters, but they really should have won that game, man. And you go into new like New Orleans is is not an easy place to play your first no. professional game. So But I also tweeted this out. It's the Falcons' fault, as it is. At all times, it is their own fault. They posted a picture of, I don't know who it was, standing in front of the Saints end zone, right, with the word, you know, Saints, and it was covering yes. And it was just a a Falcons player in a black hoodie looking down, and it was covering yes, so it said Aints. (laughs) And they posted it online, like, ready for this game. Like, bitch, win the fucking game first. <laughs> like, are you kidding? It's the Falcons. Like, they just they do it to themselves constantly. It's so annoying. Just giving uh troll Saints fans more ammo. Oh, it, yeah, the one team that would get hyped. I mean, do it to like the Bucks or something. Like, they're fucking trash. But whenever you play the Saints, they play so good, dude. They're just so amped to play yeah. the Falcons at all times. Always very well coached. Yeah. So. That division is such a cluster. I love it, though. Dude, there is a situation where every team could go 6-11, and 11, and then it's up to tiebreakers. That's I saw that, and I think the Panthers would win the tiebreaker? Yeah, which is what? nuts. Yeah. Nope. Is that- if, you, if you're not rooting for that, then I don't know what, you, what you're doing. <laughs> I mean, I personally can't because I got a well, stake in the matter. But that's yeah, that's fair. Everybody else, yeah, I, it, that would be great for football, Next, but not yeah. great at the same time. The fact that a team is in the playoffs at six and eleven is absolute garbage. But would be hilariously incredible. Yeah. Um, what insane standings, by the way. I'm just looking at like just for 
shits and giggles of thinking about the Patriots like draft order status. What a like we would not have predicted this season if he gave us a thousand times in terms of just like so many teams. Cardinals yeah. having the third worst tied with the Broncos, the third worst <laughs> ever league. Rams Packers. Right behind them. Colts right behind them too. Packers are there too. Like, yeah. yeah. A, I think I had year. Detroit in the playoffs I in our preseason yeah. preview. They're on fire. Dude, speaking and... of the Lions, I tweeted at Carryon Johnson. He tweeted something where he's like, ooh, might have to get some tickets uh, <laughs> for like a, a, if the Lions go make the playoffs. And I, I quote tweeted him or I replied. I forgot what I did. And I was just like, bro, the Lions need you on the roster for the playoff run. Like, <laughs> and he's still he young. Me, he quote tweeted me and was like, nah, no way, man. <laughs> something like that. Just like, what? I was, a, I was a Carryon Johnson he, believer for a while. Me too. He's still young enough. How old? He's got to be like 25, 26. He is 25. That's crazy. He's only 20. Wow. He had one of the shortest, like, oh my God, this guy's going to be a beast careers. I can remember. (laughs) He really did. I had a stint on the the 49ers last year. He didn't like play much. So is is he retired? He must be. I don't know if he formally is. But the way he responded to me, he didn't didn't even entertain it. He kind of laughed it off. Yeah, one ninety seven. Oh my gosh, can't relate. Shooting yeah, stars are the brightest. Um, and then last note on football, real quick. You'll be happy to hear, um, Team SSBT is an Allen Lazard less than twenty point performance on Monday Night Football away from being in the house enterprise championship wow so how about that for you guys how about that also will will and jake i know you guys are listening a shout out to house enterprise obviously uh but the only we we have not addressed the uh (laughs) the the prediction i believe by will that uh that we're going to be in the final yet because we cannot jinx ourselves so that's the only reason why we have not <laughs> reacted or <laughs> or interacted or what yeah last night will goes oh ssbt eight seed in the playoffs or whatever uh guy we have to go against island zard 20 points like that's that's very doable all he it's needs is yeah and we got a whole another half of football so not counting our blessings yet but it's looking good right now for team ssbt it's fantastic news. And then uh, we're going to do, we, for those that aren't familiar, we usually do albums of the year um, at this time of the year. This year, we are changing it up just a little bit. We're going to do our top 10 songs of the year. So get a little bit more specific on it, a little bit more interesting. And then Steve is going to put all those songs together, put it out on a iTunes and a Spotify playlist for everybody to jam to, yeah, Looking I think this that. is. A, I think this is a much needed uh, upgrade to our usual formula because usually we can just drop our ten albums and everybody can discuss them, but nobody really gives a fuck. This time we kind of in- interact and listen to some tunes, you know, put hit the shuffle, mm-hmm. and maybe you like our songs and maybe you hate them. And then if if you hate them, I hope you complain to us. That's that's what I want to hear. I want to hear some complaints and I want to hear some critiques and also some. Hey, that was a good song. You know, I never knew that song was that good. You know. That's what I'm and, looking forward to hearing uh, you guys' this shit too. But before we get into that, there's a little bit of baseball news since last time we talked with uh one Ed Hand, a great podcast. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it from uh from Pesky Report and whatnot. Um but the Red Sox made a free agent splash, big signing, getting 38-year-old Justin Turner for a couple <laughs> years here in Boston. Um meanwhile, your DHJD. Martinez goes over to the Dodgers for one year, 10 million. Um, look, I get it. I, you know, I agree with the fact you don't just run back the same team that failed. Like, you know, the Yankees have been doing for the last five years. They just run out the same team every year with mm-hmm. hardly any changes and it never works. Uh, so I get they need to make changes. You need to move on from JD. You can kind of, you could kind of see the writing on the wall around the all-star break with him and everything. But really, Justin Turner's the answer. I I know he's you know, he can play first base, he can play third base. He's still solid hitter. He had a good second half. He he did, and you know, I guess at the end of the day, if somehow this team manages 
to put together a magic run with a fucking horseshoe up their ass and make the playoffs, you know, he's one of the best playoff hitters out there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's proven. That's, that's just a fact experience wise, numbers wise, phenomenal postseason player. If you can get there. And it's not like it's a hilarious overpay. Like they did Pablo back in the day where like, Oh, this guy, once he gets to the playoffs, watch out. Uh, it wasn't, wasn't a crazy overpay or anything like that. So yeah, whatever doesn't move the needle for me but i i admit that yeah it's probably it will help the team meanwhile they dfa'd eric hosmer basically hosmer's replacement i was gonna say that's what it kind of came down to right yeah and i like that's why i like it Uh, i really wasn't a big proponent of hosmer the trade was fine we didn't pay any money for him you know and that's kind of why i wanted justin turner to begin with because i feel like the right like you said the writing was on the wall of jd and I mean, JD has a better barrel percentage than Justin Turner, but I feel like Justin Turner is just going to play better at Fenway. I don't know. I just have a weird like feeling that he's going to be a good fit in Boston. So we'll see. Only time will tell. Yep. It, they they could have gone, especially too. Like I will say, not to defend the front office too much here, but the cheaper route would have been to just like run it back with let JD go. You have Hosmer. That's fine. You're paying him the minimum. The fact that they DFA'd Hosmer to pay Justin Turner, it's not as cheap as you'd think, right? Like that's so that's an interesting move. And again, I hope there's more to come. Hopefully some trades, but I kind of I'm into it now. I've I've warmed myself up to the idea. How about this one? Fuck that. Fuck that signing completely. Fuck the Red Sox. <laughs> and I, I'm not gonna be uh, placated or whatever the word is by this front office and being told, oh guys, oh it's because he can play a little D and you know and JD couldn't play D. You know what? This team's pathetic. Fuck them. And you, you know what? I'll still root for Justin Turner. I'll still root for this team, but I'm still pissed off. All right, sorry, Josh. I need to interrupt. Confession. You. Yes, I have a confession. Sure. I personally think that Justin Turner is a placeholder for when we trade Rafael Devers. Confession yeah, yeah, yeah. slash big take. When will that I, I I just don't I don't see it, man. I, I think they're gonna go out and get the value they can for Devers this year. I really do. And if they because if they can't get it done during spring training, I highly doubt they want to hear it from a PR standpoint for the rest of the year that you know, oh, you gotta sign Devers, gotta sign Devers. Same shit as last year. I don't think they want to go through that again. Like we're seeing with the reconstruction of the roster, it's just like why do they want to go through that whole shit again? Start clean. What's your take then? Do you guys think like, cause especially with the, there was some mixed news today. Um, but the biggest thing was Ken Rosenthal article and a June Lee piece mm-hmm. that came out June Lee, especially where it made it sound like his Devers agency is alluding to the fact that he's probably going to hit free agency and that they're what galaxies apart negotiating wise in terms yeah. of extensions. What's, what's your take on that then in terms of like, are you guys all in on like, all right, fuck it, trade Devers, see what we can get? Or are you going to go down with the ship and say, you know what, let's let him hit free agency and then just pay him whatever? We we kind of saw what it looks like with Mookie a little bit. That was a shitty return, but there's a little bit more time. Well, I guess it would be the same amount of time right now. More time and more star power. He's much younger and has oh. much more power uh, than I Mookie I think they're about the same age, though, aren't they? Mookie might have had one year on him. Okay. During I this think time. He, so it's one season though. Yeah. So it was marketability though. Like you got to think about that. Like if that player does well in your market and you can get a trade to like strengthen your roster, if you can make a pitch the whole season and it works out well, you might have a chance to be in that Devers market a little bit more comfortably. Well, my fear is they're going to get a return like the freaking Orioles got from Machado. Like it's just going to be too late to get a return that's even close to like worth it i think right. you just hand him a blank check and you can't I, that's what i would prefer yeah yeah you can't but i, I don't think I, it's gonna I, happen i mean you can't let your your third whatever you want to call them homegrown superstar potential future hall of fame players walk away and get back the- alex verdugo for all three of them combined you just can't do that I would love, oh, I I can't say that. I wouldn't love Willie Adamas and like Corbin Burns, but uh, 
I would at the same time for Devers. And we take that risk and show him that we're here to win. And maybe he'll, he, we can get him to sign either way. I feel like he's hitting free agency. So we're going, I say, go down with the ship, burn it down, let Devers play somewhere else and get something of value back. Really? Yeah. In my opinion, if Devers hits free agency as good as gone, because that just means they don't recognize his, his value. I, in my opinion, Devers market is set and it, it, it's pretty much set at this point. They with just the won't de- do it now. They with the deals we saw with his age, with everything else going on yeah. just around the league, we know what we we know what a reasonable, fair offer for him and his talent at this point of his career is. And if they don't want to pay it up, then like, yeah, you kind of you don't Heim Bloom is in a position again where he was when he took over, where he's got this MVP type player that ownership doesn't want to shut out cash for and he's forced to make a trade so i think you know. it's different though where he's been there the whole time for this basically yeah you know what i mean yeah, That's yeah for sure i do think if he if they lose devers whether it be via trade and they just cut their losses or he walks in free agency i feel like the i mean the pitchforks are already out for heim bloom <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah like well, the cash out for everybody so the, it's the gonna be it's over it's the casual, over. yeah. The casual Red Sox fan that doesn't really understand that it's like just a push down from ownership or whatnot. They want Heimbloom gone and want someone that can come in here and spend while that won't happen because he's doing what ownership basically brought him here to do is nickel and dime, Tampa North, whatever you want to call it. That's what he's been doing so far. What I don't get though, real quick, Wander Franco fucking got locked down 10 years. He got his 10 years, 250 from the Rays. The Rays have a franchise guy. The Red Sox don't have shit. It's fucking insane. It is. Like Acuna. Yeah. They, they yeah, they, yeah, they locked him down early and they you know, beat him down for, for his market worth. But at the same time, at least I got a fucking guy. We have no security as Red Sox fans for any star player or anybody at all. I hate this fucking team. I'm changing teams. <laughs> Fuck the Red Sox, man. If I, if I saw John Henry, I'd be like, dude, fuck you, man. I, I would have no respect because he has no respect for us as fans. It's pathetic. You know what I saw the no, last time uh, John Henry addressed, like had a media presence, was early 2020. He hasn't spoken to the media since. Isn't I saw that, that and I saw the timeline of all the shit that he's done since that, which yeah. is crazy. Like he's bought the Penguins. He sold Liverpool. Uh, he like bought two other things or something like that. He's what like he interested in the commanders. He wants to move an NBA team to Vegas. Like he wants to do all these things in the past two and a half years, basically since Heimbloom got here and uh, has, he hasn't addressed the media about the Red Sox. He's just, he sent Sam Kennedy out there to take the blunt. Sell the team, sell the team to Robert Kraft, someone that's from the area that cares. You know what Robert Dude, Kraft imagine- came through he fucking transformed that Patriots team. Imagine it if, yeah, like a lifelong fan or like a, like fucking who I'm trying to think of like a celebrity diehard, like dude, Wahlberg. I was ben thinking Affleck. like Wahlberg, but, but yeah. like, what would be hilarious? It, none of these guys probably Matt have, Damon, ben Affleck have the, and have Wahlberg the billions that, that would be needed for it. But like Lil Wayne, like that would be so yeah. funny. And like, they care. So like, I, yeah, but that's my point is, yeah, that would, uh, that would be nice, but that's enough bitching about the Red Sox. Let's uh, let's move on to what we're all about here. So penultimate, as uh, Steve's fancy vocab came out to play, episode of the year. Top. We are going to do though. Hmm? Yeah, the Zoom call's right about up. to end, so yeah, we yeah we'll reset it. We'll have a little Steve talks intermission. How fitting! Dude, and then we will get into the songs of the year. Very excited. Mid podcast, shout out to G Baby, Lance Legit, Dallas Fall, James Rivera, James Murphy. Happy birthday, bro! Welcome home. Let's go. Okay, here we are. Songs of the year. Let's get right into it. We're gonna go ten down to one. We'll go all around the horn on ten, then all around the horn on nine, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Not necessarily a draft, but uh so there could be some duplicates here. We will Wait and find out. Steve, are you keeping track of all these? Yep. I'm loading up a new playlist beginning now. Hold on. Ready? I should have done that before right. we started. That's all right. Um, 
who who wants to lead us off? Any takers? Yeah, you, Ellie. Oh, all right. Okay, well, we'll start with number 10. Okay. Here, and I'm going to go with uh, some uh, a, a legend in my eyes. Definitely fell off, but Lupe Fiasco came out with an album this year. Song on there. Only really one or two songs that I really liked on that album, but one of them is Autobato. Love that song. Okay, what's the name of the album? Drill Music in Zion? Yes, sir. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. The first ever entry into <laughs> this playlist. SSBT's first playlist. Wow. All right, hold on. Octo Roboto, huh? What? Octo Bato, yeah. Okay. Mr. Roboto, here we go. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say, Oliver. This <laughs> is going to be a banger playlist. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> Steve just adds the wrong songs for each one, or it's just like I a weird get, like, it, is, it is the wrong one. one all. I had the wrong one. This is often Mine is very eclectic and mainstream. Yeah, mine's pretty mainstream for the most part, but that's all right. Who wants to go next? Uh, Joshy. <laughs> just call me. Right, uh, my ten is "Breath Control" by Logic and Wiz Khalifa. Okay. And what? Very you- nice. Why do you like that song, Josh? Uh, it's on. Uh, I don't know. It's. I think it's typical Wiz Khalifa. Kind of gives me. Um, what is that? Uh, what was that album? That's like on my level and all that shit. What album was that? Oh man, it's a good one too. Literally have no idea. Oh, I should know this because it's one of my favorite albums ever. Just blanking so hard. Uh, but it's it's like classic whiz type feel. And you know, I love logic. So Okay, so sorry, Josh, can you tell me what the song it was again? I'm sorry. Uh Breath Control. Breath control. Rolling papers, Wiz Khalifa. Okay. That's what it that's what it sounds like. It's kind of that vibe. All right, respect to that. Can we check that out? <laughs> <laughs> Don't know it, but it sounds good. All right, Gilly, what you got? Number two. I am going. I I have like a, a strong eleven. I'm considering bumping one because it's kind of a remix. I'm just gonna do it. Fuck it. Um Cream of the Crop, Dance Gavin Dance. I think that's like a that rejuvenated my like I don't even know that that era of like just punk music, and uh, that album was awesome. So that's why I'm going with it. Cream of the crop, cream of the crop. Okay. Shout yeah. out to Sam Edwards and Jake Ruthier, the two biggest Dance Gavin Dance people I know, <laughs> and Dan Hatrack too. Probably I shouldn't. I, I kind of assume that, but so this is why I want to do this. I want to I want to hear these songs. I I don't know these. I don't really know Dance Gavin Dance. I know that's a thing, but I didn't know what the deal was. So I'm happy to have this on this playlist. Shout out to you, motherfucker. There's some screaming. It's going to be a curveball for on the playlist. Yeah. That's what I like about it. Is that, <laughs> is that dance music? I, I assumed it was like. No, it's like a like the little screamo kind of action. Okay. Almost not not quite screamo screamo, but like there is some. It's aggressive. <laughs> that's, that's my kind of music. I love aggressive shit. All right. All right, so I have number 10 here, and I have Break You Off by Sonder. And this is one of my favorite bands. Um, and the lead singer is Brent Fias, who also shows up in my top 10. But I don't understand. I don't I don't fully understand why he has a band called Sonder, and then he sings solo because, like, the band is only him. So maybe it's like a, like a pen name or whatever, but whatever they call it, alter ego. But shout out to Sonder, Break You Off, as a jam. All right, Ollie, number nine. What you got, bro? All right, uh, let's uh, get a little weird here. Are you ready? No. Uh, I don't know if you remember last year, but I was a big Doja Cat fan last year. And <laughs> that that song from the Elvis Presley movie, Vegas, is a banger. So put that one up there. Is that when the, the girl's going, oh? Yeah. That big old sound? <laughs> yep. <laughs> What's it called again? Vegas? Yeah. From the Elvis soundtrack? Yep, throw it up there. It's a banger. Well, let me, Doja Cat. I'm looking for it in this thing. Okay. Vegas. I can't believe I'm saying my next one. What I know it's got... Gilly's turn. Oh, no, it's my turn, right? It's your turn. Let's go. 
bro, never in my life would I have thought that this man would be on my top 10 of a year. Okay. But it's Harry Styles as it was. Oh, dude, Whoa. that was just my top 10. That song is like... It's a great song, man. Very feel-good. Um, oh. Yeah, I... I can't, I don't know. My, my, my top 10 songs this year definitely changed. Like I know I was like a lot of hip hop last year. Um, I'm shocked, Josh. That's yeah. Ed Sheeran's not even on here. And I can't believe that either. I hate that song personally. As it was. Really? Yeah, I do. I hate Harry Styles as a musician. I mean, I <laughs> normally yep. do not like him either. No way. <laughs> so I don't know why Harry's, I, I like him as an actor, even though he's not that good, but his music. Oh man. Really? You don't like I Harry feel like he was I felt like Harry's house was created in a lab to be the most generic music to appeal to like the most I don't know. I just I don't know. It's like they can't take it. I don't know. I hear what's in a song? Um when it's like boo boo like that one. I'm like, oh my god, I can't hear that. I, I, I have like a stroke every time I hear that song. <laughs> the apple the uh, the apple song on the in the commercial. Oh sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to be negative there. It's all right. I'm usually negative towards Harry Styles too. More direction people in general, but I I only like some of their stuff. He's the stud of that group. He, He's the one. Yeah, yeah, I like I like Niall Horan personally. Yeah. And but... Zane's got a good voice, but Zane's a little. I don't know. He's got his issues. Yeah, he? he's got some. Uh, he's got some shit going on. Yeah, he always did, didn't he? Seemingly, you know, like back even back when the. Uh... The band was still was still doing its thing. He had problems, it seemed. True. Arguably, I think it's your number nine. Number nine is Happiness by the 1975. Respect! Let's go! I, I, know that I feel song. like there are a lot of songs off that. I tried to keep it only to like one per album for the most part, but I that was a tough one, actually. I wanted to do something off of that album because there are so many good ones, but... I, I got you covered later, but that's I'm really happy to hear that you like that song. I saw there that like reminds me of like old 1975, like the original. Was that the self titled album? That's just like brings back that energy to me. Yeah, the whole album was those kind of like a ode to the old days. It was like a robbers kind of like theme. I thought at least the chocolate days. Oh, I love that song. All right, well, my number nine is. Let's see here. Living Wild by Gunna. Shout hey. out to Gunna. Dude, I love that song. And I love that album. That Gunna album, for some reason, is almost like a therapeutic meditative album. Like if you close your eyes and <laughs> in a dark room and take an edible and listen to Gunna, you get transported into the outer space realm of heaven. It's weird. Gunna is like a it's a weird, it's a weird thing. Gunna Gunna's really good. So Living Wild by Gunna. Number nine. One of the best songs ever. 2018, Drip Too Hard. Dude, dude, dude. Oh my God, Drip Too Hard was so good. It was. I still listen to that way too often. Me too. A song that's four years old. <laughs> Shout out to Gunna. All right, Ali, what you got for number eight, bro? All right, number eight. We're going to go... Uh, We're going to go over to Josh's realm. Uh, off the Logic album, yeah. song on there called "Therapy Music" with Russ, and it's kind of a uh, classic Logic, classic Russ combined into one. It's a really good song. Therapy. Yeah, very, very great back and forth in that song. Oh yeah, smooth. They very they smooth. they go surprise. Not a duo, I would imagine doing well together for whatever mm -hmm. reason. They're just like they don't seem like like I can't really see those two just like having a drink together. For whatever no. reason, don't know why, no. but they made a really good song together. So it, that's that's all that really matters at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not a big Russ guy, um, so it was a little bit of a vibe for me. Like I had to like ride the wave on for that song, <laughs> but it, it wasn't. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not a bad song at all. I that Logic album was definitely different, though. Definitely different. So we have two songs of that album right now on this thing. Let's go. Yep. It's a good album. It's just, it's a acquired taste. I will listen to it. You will not like it. 
You don't think so? No. Why not? I don't even think he'll be able to play through the whole thing. The only vibe I like about it is that it's very much like um, college dropout where there's skits in between. And I love that. I love that. Like with skits in between songs and shit like that. Like Aaron Judge is in it. He has his own song. What? Yeah. He like just talks and it's like a skit. All right. I'm listening to it after this. All right. Who's next? Let's go. Joshy. I believe um, this is from my Marvel taste. Uh, it's "Lift Me Up" by Rihanna. I was in the Black Panther movie. That was good. That was a good song. Very good song. Something that you like awkwardly sing to as a man. You know, mm-hmm. just in the car <laughs> by yourself. Oh, trust me, I've got songs that are not for men on here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good song. Who's to say what's for who? I mean, some of them are pretty clear, Oliver. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, Gilly, what's your number eight? Uh, my number eight is... Um, I've, I've moved it around a little bit. It just just dropped, actually. I think last week. Um, but Creepin' by The Weeknd and Metro Boomin'. Love it. I think that is... You know, on real cover, I feel a little, a little cheap doing a cover, but it was... It was that good. Oh, and 21 Savage is in it too. The yeah. perfect, perfect feature, I would say. I was nervous when I saw that he was featured when the song's like going, you're like, oh shit, this is a banger. And it's like, oh, 21 Savage is about to come in, but he kept it, kept it brief. I like it. Yeah, I was taking a shower and that song, I was playing it through that morning. That song came on. I that you hear that that little do-do-do. I'm like, no, could it be? And then <laughs> the weekend starts singing that song. Sure, like like Mario Wayans did back in 2004. Oh. I was just waiting for uh, waiting for 21 Savage to throw in like a pussy on that one, but he didn't. <laughs> Which I, I appreciated because I was like, oh no, is he going to ruin it by being like pussy? <laughs> <laughs> and the beat just yeah. changes. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of that song, I just want to say that song goes hand in hand with that song by uh, who sings it? Amani. Fuck you, you ho. I don't want you back. Remember that song? No. Fuck all those kisses. Yeah. They didn't mean Jack. You know that song, Jack. Iman, right? Yeah. Iman, there you go. That was a good song. Damn. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's going to be the fucking intro to this. Oh, song. yeah, Gilly. Dude, you know I tell you what, on this note, been to a lot of karaoke scenes lately. I don't know what's happening. Something's in the, something's in the, the the vibes around here. I would pay to see that. Bro, I discovered I w- a place that does live band karaoke. That's my band. Straight from my apartment. So they have a band that plays with you singing karaoke. No. Uh, How sick is that? It was, I would do that I didn't once. do it. I, I, we just watched, but it was like, I, I think I'm getting up next time because it was just, that's got to feel life-changing, right? For someone who's never like performed in that capacity to have a band, like literally- that's awesome. behind you like playing whatever song that's wild that's amazing that's a shout great out idea. to that band man playing whatever song you really want is that kind of well, like they did taylor wow. swift they did yeah they did anything that's pretty awesome all right ready number eight for me is all that by brock hampton brock hampton excuse me fantastic it's a cover of the all that song the theme song oh interesting did you not a not a big big uh, Brockhampton guy, but I might have to listen to that. I'm not normally a Brockhampton dude. Like all the like, I listen to all their albums, but I don't really care. And uh, when I, that song came out, I'm like, oh, I think I recognize this. And then it was the all that like kind of like theme song, but they're kind of like rapping over it. all that. Yeah, yeah, that they was a good job. Which one was that? Is that off TM or the family? I kind of get the mix. The up. family. That's off okay. the family. Yeah, it's jam. Actually, I like the uh, the family album. I didn't listen to TM. I didn't really listen to it. They keep coming out with new. They're like, we're not done yet. Oh, we're retired. We're retired. And then they're like, one more farewell album. <laughs> I know that every time I look, turn around, I think they're they're retiring, but they have like three more albums a day. They're just selling so much fucking merch. I think that's what it's all about, to be honest with you. <laughs> Gotta be. Gotta be. All right, Ollie, you're to number seven, Broski. All right, number seven. Um, We. We are going to go back to Russ. He had a song, again, Josh, he had a song with Ed Sheeran this year 
called really? Are You Are You Entertained? Another banger. Not much to it for my end. I'm a simple man who likes what he likes. And that's a good one. We get a little uh like a 30 second Ed Sheeran rap verse in there too. Ed Sheeran is one of the most underrated rappers of all time. He's... Dude, what was that other song that he had a rap verse in this year? That um the song yeah, with, like, it was oh, actually a banger. Yeah, that yeah. was I forgot about I, that song. Yeah, I forgot what song it was too, but I definitely heard it and it was, was awesome. Sick. He that goes was... in. Ed Sheeran goes in. He's, I think he does it live. Then this year of like, <laughs> I want to see him live. I've heard he's insane. Insane. One of the best artists to see live. So it's, I, I would always go back to see him. He's coming here in May uh, to Tampa. I really want to go see him so badly. Ed Sheeran tickets right now. All right, Josh, hit, hit us with number seven, please. Okay, I actually have a question because I don't want to break the vibe. We have not crossed over any songs yet. So yes. does anybody have Jimmy Cooks? No. Nope. I do. Okay, so I'm going to switch it up. And I don't think any of you have Rich Flex. You're lucky. It was on my one-off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so just, just to help the vibe and get another song on there, I was undecided on either one. So I'm going to put Rich Flex on there. Okay. That's song twenty one savage. Uh huh. I love it. Some Drizzy. Yeah, Drake's awesome. I, I he definitely took over the hip hop scene this year for sure. It was. Eh. Yeah, it was great. You I know, don't care what you say. Ollie, I'm I'm actually willing to admit it too. He he kind of won me over this year a little bit. He has some good tunes. Did you listen to either album, Oliver? Nope. Oh no, oh, I did man. try that. Who's the? Was it the twenty one savage one with him? Yeah. Well, they're both. Yeah. They both are. Okay, well, there. I listened to one of them because everybody said it was the best thing since sliced bread, and I was very underwhelmed. Mm. There's a couple There's songs a there. Take. Come on, do you like old Drake though? Oliver? I didn't save any. Uh like the like, like the, the motto. Uh, take care. Yeah, take care was good. Same. I'm I want to put a man. You know, what I want to do is put together a playlist of Drake songs that I think are really good because I don't consider myself a Drake fan, but there's like probably a solid like twenty songs. That I really, really like. Yeah. Yeah. Like for really? real. Like, I really <laughs> dude, as a team. I know. Twenty uh, song twenty Drake songs. Yeah, I could probably I think... uh that's probably a fair number considering he has like seven hundred. What was the first mixtape? So October October's so... very own. Yeah, yeah. It was. Dude, that is fire shit. With it with the badass haircut he had and he's like yeah, Aubrey Graham shit. Yeah, in the in the, in the peacoat. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was like college times. So that's like freshman in college. Yep. Damn. Do you remember, it was like Drake and like Frank Ocean. They're in like Odd Future all at the same time. Like all coming up at the same time. Yeah, those are the days. The weekend also it was like the weekend. OVOXO, Drake and yeah, Drake and the weekend. True. When the weekend's music was free, do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah. On the How insane is that? Well, they were coming out. It wasn't like it was all at the same time, too. It was like House of Balloons. And you're like, and then, oh, shit, I think another one's coming. And it was like Thursday. It's like, oh, but, shit. But they were all oh, like, oh, until like a couple years after they all dropped, though, they were still for free on his fucking website. Yeah. And that always blew my mind where it was like, and then he, he eventually released it on like Apple Music and or iTunes, whatever it was at the time. All those were, th- that piff was popping back then. Yeah, like, like you could get weekends albums. You can get Kid Cudi, like Kid Named Cudi was there for free. Wiz Khalifa had like a fucking uh, Christian OJ. You can get all that shit. That was that was a crazy time. Yeah, well, I, I mean, even on his own website though, it was like a donation thing. Where it's like you didn't need to pay anything. You could get it from him directly, which just blew my mind. That is cool. Can't all right, Gilly, what is your Yes. Seven is right now by Young Boy NBA. Um, <laughs> it's, it's Oliver. It's a jam. It's a fucking bop, dude. I just laugh because <laughs> the Young Boy NBA memes are so fucking funny. Why be? Why be better? <laughs> Can I interject and ask a question? It's a yes or no question to all three of you. Okay. Um, because I heard this come out of the ma- mouth of somebody I know, and I guess their son said it so it's younger generation nba young boy 
is the new Tupac. Yes or no? Confirmed. <laughs> In what way? What do you mean? Just say care. yes or no. Just say no. Yes. No, no. Yeah, no, right? No, I'm saying no also. Okay. Okay, thank you. I don't know if there's I just a single needed that general thing consensus. That... Gilly, it's okay. I get you Bro, like him. You guys don't respect him. Come on. <laughs> I like him. He's got double digits. That's what I said. He's got two pots, though. Dude, I put on California Love and I was like, you motherfuckers, like you can't say this. I will not raise my child this way. Outside, like, you know, you could go track for track, those two. No, yeah. stop it. All right. Let's hey, get this ball really rolling good. a little bit, huh? <laughs> That's a good argument. He's though, so disrespectful, by the way. He's underrated. And no one takes NBA seriously. Yeah, I feel like. Well, you know why? Know. It's because we're up, up north, down south. In the yeah. south, in the DMV, like he is massive. He's in on he, he does massive numbers on YouTube. People don't understand. He's you know why? Because people out down south put him on and they let it go on autoplay all day on their PS4s on YouTube, on the YouTube app. PS4s, <laughs> <laughs> disrespect. I still just can't believe. Can you imagine putting up the numbers? These are Antonio Cromartie on crack numbers of twenty three years old. He's got ten kids. That's just yes. Unfathomable. He was seventeen with four babies. Nick Cannon is not happy with that. He he wants to be number one. I know. Those dudes are so procreation, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're Mormons. Yeah, I don't know. They oh. just they pull out a game a week. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we would know. Well, it's crazy about Nick Cannon is he was married to Mariah Carey for what almost ten years? Like so that's yeah. <laughs> You know, and Mariah Carey wasn't good enough. I mean, no, exactly. This is not like it's a Cromartie situation where it's like he's just had a lot of baby mamas. But all right, ready? Number seven for me. Right, yeah, let's you, Gilly. Okay, yeah. start let's zooming start. a little. Oliver bit. wants to fly. He wants to go to bed. Why are you hating Ollie? This is this is fun here. This is this is the content. We're gonna people, run right? out of time. All right, ready? Number seven. We're almost there. Number seven for me is "Break My Soul," Beyonce, and I love oh. that song. Whoa, shit. I'll pivot. So, sorry about that, Gilly. All right. That is uh that well, what was it for you, Gilly? What what was that rank? Yeah, what number? It was number four, I think. Yeah. Shit. Dude, that is the ultimate club song, by the way. I believe you. I haven't experienced it yet, but I believe you. That's a fucking bob. In Virgo's groove. That album was a good album. That's my favorite Beyonce album. Big take. Over B day. All right, what Ali. am I? What are we on six? I'm losing six. track because we're taking so long. Oh, shut the fuck up! <laughs> number six, let's go, Ali. It's your turn. Uh, okay, number six. Uh, only because I am mad at myself that I didn't realize King's Disease three came out. Uh, we're going to my last breath, Steve. It's a banger. Okay. The bonus track off the album to the trumpets. No, that's correct. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Nas is great. The fucking goat. I was sitting there with Oliver at the URI game, like, yo, have you heard that Nas version? This is like two weeks ago. Yeah. And I was <laughs> like, trumpet song. I was like, I was like, no, I haven't actually. And then, oh, and then he sent it to me. That album, that whole album actually really good. I I haven't listened to it enough to like add a, another song on here. But like that's the one that I'm like, yep. To Bob. Listen to it again. There's a couple it of- is. No, the whole the whole album I think is really, really good. He's kind of just talking about like Hey, dude, I'm 50 and I'm better than everybody still. Isn't that crazy? It's like, yeah, you, you're Jay-Z right. Jay Z needs to drop an album right now. New Jay Z album would be hype. He's so and hype. I'm not even a Jay Z fan, but it would be hype. Uh, all right, Josh. Number six, Josh. Let's go. Uh, number six is A B C D E F U by Gail. Love it. What? Okay. <laughs> yeah, dude, that song bangs. <laughs> it kind of it's a it's a radio bop for sure. It's a banger, dude. Love I forgot it. about that song. I didn't think of songs that like, so came funny. out on the radio this, oh, this, year. this year. I can't believe that was this year either. It feels yeah, longer dude. than that. That's wild. I like it though. All right. Number six for Gilly. Number six for me is um, Turn On The Lights Again uh, by Fred Again and Future. No way. Like this is a sequel to the Turn on the Lights, the original? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did not know this is a thing. In Swedish House Mafia, it says. Oh. Oh, you know what? That was 2021. I'll come back. 
Damn, I thought that was this year. My bad. Not a good look. It's not. Turn on the lights again. The best workout song you could ever imagine, no matter what you're doing. I don't know, Gilly. I think I've got one that'll beat you. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We will see. We'll see oh. in about 40 minutes, Oliver. How about that? <laughs> it might be, <laughs> might be two hours from now. <laughs> All right. I'm good on that. All right. Oh, I'm going to switch my pick. Oh, your last pick there? Yep. Because what? that was last year. I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, I ain't worried. One Republic. One Republic. No, sh- Josh Martin ain't One Republic? Yeah, bro. That's on the Maverick uh, soundtrack, I think. Okay. Top, Top Gun. That was this year. Damn. What a movie. God damn. It was a great have you guys movie. Seen, have you guys seen the new Avatar yet? I heard it was fucking incredible. No, I'm going next week probably. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to go this week. I saw Violent Night. Or Same. next week. Yeah, this week or next week. I've heard it was fucking awesome. Mm. So. Oh. Is it super long like the other one? Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Three and a half hours, right? Fucking, like, I'm going to have to get them to pause it three times so I can go pee. Yeah, what is the deal with that, by the way? What's your move in the movie theater with that? Because that's it's I, tough. Spider Man was like unreal, where I think I peed twice, maybe, or maybe it was once, and then I was suffering at the end. I kind of forget. I peed during Black Panther, and I was so mad at myself. Me too. It's tough because you got to try to like predict where there's like a two minute gap where you're like i i shouldn't miss anything big right here you know right anyways go ahead steve all right here's that bedpans that's a big take (laughs) they really should like little piss little cups yeah catheters put catheters in seats (laughs) okay you cowards from personal experience you don't want a catheter i promise yikes (laughs) don't want to go down that road road. no you do not yikes all right, number six for me is About You, 1975. Great song. And yes, I went through a breakup this year, and a lot of these this top five <laughs> is all breakup songs. But oh uh, shit, okay, they're all jams. So it's not it's it's all good. These are these are good songs that I really enjoy. And this is one that that uh got me through. And Fuck I, yeah, great song. Number six. There you oh, go. That album was so good. So good. So all right, good. so we're on number five. Yes. Um. All right, I'm gonna go with uh yeah we're gonna go with i can't believe this song was a series either but n95 that was just, yeah, damn what? all what right damn that is my number one wow number one i fucking love that song dude yeah I great song bump the shit out of that in my car and i don't care who's around <laughs> I, yeah, yeah I, damn yeah. you sniped me Hey, it happens. Speaking of which, Josh, is your chance to fucking snipe him back. Let's go. Uh, you no, know, nobody's going to have this one. Uh, Unholy by Sam Smith. Another bop. Yeah, that's a great song. How's that one go? I, I that's a TikTok one. Is it? Yeah, they, they tease that on TikTok for like two months. Then they finally release it. Weird. How old is Sam Smith? Feels like he's been around forever, but at the same time, he's probably not that old. Actually, I feel like you would like that song, Steve. Okay, yeah. I'll do you that. not know it? I don't know if I do or not. It's it a- sounds like a gospel at first. Yeah. Da, 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 da. I don't know how to fucking. I like Sam Smith. It's not Sam Smith like. That's why I like it. Okay. I'm I'm gonna listen to this whole playlist when we're done. All right, fucking Gilly number. Five, please. Number five, I've got Maggie Rogers, Want Want, off the Surrender album. Loki, like, I feel like the album was slept on. I think it was hyped up. It was very solid, very good. And Maggie Rogers deserves, it wasn't the, quite the breakout I thought, thought it was going to be for her. I feel like she still hasn't emerged as, like, the pop, pop, I don't know. Top forty type level, but that's that's my favorite song off that album. Want want. Okay. Shout out to Maggie Rogers. Great, great performer live too. Shout out Maggie Rogers for sure. All right, number five for me. Here we go. Breakup song. Love you better. Future. And this song. <laughs> and you know what? Regardless if I was in a breakup or not, that song would still hit home because he goes, "It's my love for my grandma that makes me gentle when I care for you, dude. Any girl, fuck you if you don't." appreciate love for your grandmother that's a great that's the truth right if you don't love your grandmother you're a piece of shit shout out to future for understanding that 
All right, number four, Ollie. Number four. All right. We're going to my guy, Ty Verdes. Came out with an awesome album this year. Uh, Let's Go to Hell. <laughs> oh, I love that. It's a bop. Good music video, too. Pretty fun music video. Absolute bop. Can't yeah. go wrong. Let's Go to Hell. Yep. That sounds like a song that I would like. A little upbeat. A little fun. Oh, was I angry? What the fuck? Super catchy. No. All right, Joshy, number four. Rest in peace. Hotel Lobby, Quavo and Takeoff. Hotel Lobby, let's go. Unkin Few? Yeah, Unkin Few. That's a good song, dude. I can't believe Takeoff is gone. The beat is just so, so great. I'm a beat guy. I know you are. Learned that. Gilly, number four. Number four, I've got another future song, Future and Drake, Wait for You. Oh, great song. That is my favorite song off that album. I think that was my most played song this year, to be honest with you. That was my number three most played song, personally. But it didn't make my, 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 list, my list, though. I don't know why I didn't, but I didn't. All Which right. Was, did Josh put Jimmy Cooks? I'm sorry. Is that no, on there? I put Rich Flex. Okay, okay, sorry. We have uh, seven minutes left, so... Okay, we got to bang this up. All right, number four for me is Last Last by Burna Boy. Love this song. Love Burna Boy. Shout out to Burna Boy. Just a great song. Never heard of him. Oh, come on. You've never heard of Burna Boy? Burner Boy? I've never Burner heard Boy. of Burna Boy. Dude, he's a fucking... Burna, yeah. International superstar, dude. Burna Boy. I've never seen that name in my life. You ignorant son of a gun. You will love him. He is amazing. He is genre-bending, mind-blowing. Shout out to yeah, Burna. He I'll retweeted me once. He retweeted my personal account once. R.I.P. Burna Boy. All right, number three. Number three. You. Sticking with the same album, same artist. This one is uh, She Loved Me. That's my favorite song off the album. She Loved Me? Yep. L-U-V. Okay. And Bye. all one word for some reason, but that's my favorite song off that album. Favorite album of the year. Second favorite album of the year. Okay, Josh, number three. It's me. Hi. <laughs> I'm the problem. Oh, it's me. Yes. Oh, I, <laughs> Taylor, I forgot Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift dropped an album this year. Great. That's the well, best song. That. <laughs> that's the best song off that album for sure. We needed yeah. need a T Swift song on here. It sure did. And that's the one. Did we though? I don't I don't know. Yeah, we did. Shut that up. That's a good album too. I just couldn't Yeah. Gilly number three. Number three, I have Tomorrow Two by Glorilla and Cardi B. It's gotta be the remix though with Cardi B. Okay, you got it. Love that song. I would like that song for sure. That's you don't know what I would like. I Cardi B though. Cardi B usually puts out bangers. I actually hard, haven't heard that song. Hard feature. So. hard feature by her. All right, number three for me is Angel by Brent Fias. And if you guys haven't heard it yet, when you guys do hear it, you're going to be very surprised. It's a fantastic song, beautifully sang. Love is that guy's voice, and that song is outrageously good. And it was an intro twice to this podcast. All right, Damn, Oliver, okay. Number two. Number two, Gilly, the best gym song of the year off Metro Boomin's album is Superhero. Oh, it is good. Okay, I can see that. That is the ultimate pump-up song for me this year, especially lately. Maybe it's recency bias. I don't know, but especially when you start it, like, halfway through the intro when the Homelander uh, tidbit comes in and then it goes right into the next song. Absolute fucking banger, for sure. It's a future song, Ollie. I can't believe it. I know. That. How unlike, how about that? What the fuck? You have how, how, that, how about them apples? How about my range this year? Shocking. Almost shocking as Josh's. What's your number two, bro? Uh, I couldn't remember if this came out in 2021 either, but it, the album is 2022. Uh, it's First Class, Jack Harlow. Ooh, oh, big take. Great. That was one of my least favorite songs of the year. What? It was overplayed, but it was I cool. thought that song I'm was you fucking too. awful. Me too. Bro. I love that I song. I thought that that was such a disservice, and I know it had Fergie's permission and everything, but I thought that was such a disservice to an absolute banger of an original song from Fergie. I'm with you, Ollie. I don't like Jack Sorry, Harlow. I don't mind Jack Harlow, but that song, I think, was fucking awful. Oof. Respectfully. 
<laughs> I like that song too. I'm with you. It in there. I think that song is fire. <laughs> this is yeah. a rare case where me and Gilly are on the opposite side of the two versus. No, I know. No, me, me and Ollie agree. <laughs> All right, number two, uh, Gilly. Um, I, this is where Jimmy Cooks comes in. Drake in twenty one. Okay. Fire. That's a, that's a, up there for gym songs too. That's just. It's, I will. It's a nice I song. I will check that one out. You know it, Oliver. You you just don't know the the name of it. But if you play, it, you're like, oh yeah, duh. Everybody knows. Everybody knows that song. It's like the song of the year. Fuck a pigeonhole on the night. Uh. Oh right. yeah. Number two for me is Sunshine, Steve Lacey. It's a wonderful song, and I don't know if it's a TikTok song for a while, but it is a fantastic song and a breakup song. And I liked it when I was still dating her. So how about that? Yikes. Ooh, writing was on the wall. Ooh. I, yeah, I know. Premonition, huh? All right. Number one. Here we go, baby. Ollie, what you number got, one. It wouldn't be anybody else. Top 100 listeners of John Connor all year. Of course, <laughs> it's going to be a John Connor song. My favorite song off his album, Big Homie. Big Homie. Oh. Back. You got to do that if you're in the top 1%. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> well, I don't know if it was one percent. Top one hundred listeners. That's insane. Which maybe oh, there's only top one percent, Oliver. <laughs> maybe there's only a hundred listeners. So who I knows? can't even find the fucking song on Apple Music. <laughs> oh, it's definitely on Apple Music. Okay, Josh, we got, we have to hurry. We got two minutes left. No, mine got sniped. It was N95. Do you have another one? No, no, that was my favorite song. So uh, you it. can't you can't switch out your number one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Gilly, I'm going with as my number one Plan B by Megan the Stallion. That is <laughs> wow. my number one song of the year. This no is the sh- song that is not for men, but I don't care. It's a banger. <laughs> I don't know it. What? Gonna, I don't think I know it. Oh my god, it was all for her, her album this year, and it was like that. That was my favorite song off that album. Tramazine, Tramethazine, what Tramazine? I forget what it is. All right, Steve, close us out, baby. Close us out. My favorite song of the year came out in January. It is by The Weeknd, Less Than Zero. I love this song so much. I played it, I think Apple said I played it like 300-something times. I love this album. I think this is The Weeknd's best album, Dawn FM. I have listened to the album a million times. I listened to 3,000 minutes of The Weeknd this year because of this album. Fuck yeah, baby. That album was dope. It it grew on me. At first, it was like I didn't get it and it was underwhelming, but that was a sick album. Oh, you have to like listen to it all the way through, though. I feel like, right? All right, that it. was it. That was SSBT's year in review. The first ever SSBT yearly playlist. Can't wait to listen to it. Can't wait to put it out there for everybody. Great episode. We'll have one more, maybe two more this year, depending on some guests alignment and whatnot. But thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Shout out to James Murph. Absolute had to celebrate a birthday over the weekend. Congrats to turning to Happy birthday. Fuck. And peace out. Bye-bye, everybody. Yo, yo. What's good? It's the one true host. It's always my favorite episode of the year when we break down the music. And I want to shout out to my boy Ben Nijin who came through last year to break down the top 10 albums. You know, if we were doing top 10 albums still, uh, I, we would have had him back on, but we're doing this new top 40 idea. I think that's a cool idea. So, my suggestion is, I don't know, listen to this playlist, put it on shuffle. That's what I'm going to do. Tomorrow, I'm putting this playlist on shuffle. It's two hours long. It's going to drop on Spotify and Apple Music. See how it goes, man. It's gonna be good. I don't know how these fucking songs that Josh and uh, Oliver had. Fucking Ollie with like three Russ songs. Oliver with the, the biggest Russ fan there is. Big take. If I didn't know Oliver, I probably wouldn't know who Russ was. But you know, they always come through with some badass bangers, man. Had to add a couple songs to uh, post production because uh, Josh. Didn't add, have a number one, so we added a couple songs. So check them out. Let me know if you like it. In the meantime, I want to give a big old fucking shout out to my boy James Murph. Just turned 27, I believe. Welcome to the 27 Club, motherfucker. Don't be dying on me though. Shout out to my boy G Baby. Always. Shout out to Argentina. Shout out to fucking uh, 
Alex Faba, my brother. My brother Lance Legier. My brother Jake Ruth. Little snags, my brother. Yo, all, every person I just mentioned, and everyone else that's listening, Will Tondo, shout out to Will Tondo, uh, Jake Zimmer, you better be listening to next week because next week's the award show. And spoiler alert, you guys are all probably getting one or multiple. The award show is gonna be a fucking banger. We almost did it tonight, but not enough time. Looking forward to hearing from you guys next week. Year's almost over. And you know what? I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas. I'm wishing for a miracle that McPuff comes on our podcast and we can tell him to go fuck himself straight to his face. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Fuck McPuff. <laughs>